welcome to The Handyman Hustle. I am your host, Joseph The Handyman. Motivate, educate, elevate you and your handyman hustle. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, I will be discussing how to recognize uncertainties your client may have, what the most common types of uncertainties are, and how these uncertainties can be avoided during your communication process or your sales process when you're estimating a job for a client. Now, if you pay close attention when you're interacting with your client, you can uncover a lot about who you are dealing with. You uncover things that are not said to you, but what may be going inside their minds. If you pay attention, you may find through their tone of voice, body language, the level of urgency their service request is, what experiences they may have had with other vendors or other companies, and maybe what mood they are in when they are talking to you. When someone contacts you about your services, what do you think they are thinking? Well, some of the obvious things that stand out right away are that they have done some level of research on you and your company, which is what prompted them to contact you to begin with. We know that at some level, there is some interest to use your services to complete their project. We know there is a want and a need to get the project done, and we know they reached out to you for a reason. But what about the things that they may be feeling, which are hardly ever spoken about? Uncertainty is one of the most common concerns your prospective client may have. For example, an uncertainty may be not knowing what, why, and how you charge for your services. An uncertainty of not knowing you personally, but having to trust you to complete the service they are requesting from you. Or maybe an uncertainty of not knowing if they will be able to hire you to complete the service within their time frame, their budget, or any other circumstance. If these uncertainties are left unsettled, they turn into reasons why a prospective client may say no to your help. You need to establish a process through education to recognize and problem solve these uncertainties in order to settle them properly. Let's talk about the common concerns and uncertainties that your client may be thinking. One of them may be that you're too expensive that I, your client, may not be able to afford your service. Will I, your client, have time to think it over, to consult with someone else because maybe you didn't give me enough information to make a well-educated decision? Or maybe it sounds great what you're saying, but I am not the right person who makes these type of decisions. Or maybe I need to compare your pricing and your services with another estimate from another company because I didn't see the value in what you were providing us for the money you're charging. These common uncertainties arise from us, the professional. We sometimes can create these uncertainties by using the wrong words, languages, our physical demeanor, or maybe We forget to introduce ourselves properly, and we assume that because they called us, we don't need to reiterate why we are in business. 
Now, how do you avoid creating these uncertainties? Some are very simple and effective ways to do so is by confirming your credibility and experience at the beginning when you first come in contact with this client. Being upfront with how your pricing is structured, explaining your process from the time you are estimating and, and approving the work order to when there are you're fully done and it's time to collect payment. Set expectations for your prospective client on what they expect from you and what you're going to expect from them in return. And establish a clear, organized schedule of availability and or appointment windows. Your company credibility should include the amount of experience that your company has performing these services, special certifications and licenses that you hold, specialized training that you do, how many times maybe your company or yourself has performed these services, and what things to look out for when these services are being done, which is called education, right? You're educating your client on maybe some things that are involved with the project that they are requesting that they haven't thought of. Now, if you use um, subcontractors or have employees, talk about their experiences and, and why they're part of your team. Now, this conversation should happen up front, right at the beginning, when you're in first contact and in that sales process with your with your prospective client. This this conversation should also happen when someone calls in or, or contacts you to get more information about your services. You have to share your credibility to reassure people that you are qualified, that you can do the job. That you have the experience, the knowledge, the, the documentation with your certifications and licenses, that you are the right credible person that they can go to for this type of service. Now, your conversation about availability should include what times work better for them versus what availability you have. And you should communicate with them about how you confirm their appointment. You know, what kind of process you use to do that, whether that's you calling them directly 30 minutes before you arrive, sending them an email or a text message. You know, people like to know those kind of things. What type of appointment windows you offer? Normally, how long projects like the one they're requesting takes? And be honest about it. We all want the job. We all want to get the work and, and be able to help that client. But don't put yourself in a situation where you're promising a time frame or an appointment window that you can't deliver just to get the job and then have to call them to reschedule because you're going to miss their appointment or you don't have enough help or you're overbooked. I mean, that, that sets a really bad example and reputation. Um, and it really pushes customers away from you rather than, you know, you just being upfront and letting them know, hey, you know, we are currently three days out or a week out or two weeks out. And, you know, we're not taking appointments right now for this type of work. You know, our next appointment for this type of service is not for another couple of weeks, you know, give, give people that information. Now your conversation on pricing should include financing options that you offer, whether that's through a third party provider, through a, an app that you're using, you know, people like to know those kind of things that, Hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm charging you this amount, but I have a program, you know, that's 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, 0% interest or, or whatever it may be that we can also offer you 
to make it more affordable. Talk about the type of payment methods you accept. You know, I've talked to a lot of people when I first started that they thought I only accepted cash. Um, and nowadays a lot of people don't carry cash. So tell, you know, I got used to just saying, you know, Hey, we accept all forms of payments, whether that's cash, check, credit card, uh, cash app service, like, like Venmo or something like that. Um, but be upfront about those things. Um, and then also talk about how you charge, you know, your services, whether it's flat rate or time and material. What's included in your services, you know, not just, hey, I'm going to go install a new faucet and that's it, but, you know, get in depth on what is all involved. That's another way you can build that additional value to justify why you have to charge what you charge. And then also talk about how your service is going to differ from someone else. You know, let's say they, they call you and they say, you know, I used to have a guy or a girl to come help me with this type of project, but, you know, they no longer do this kind of work and, you know, they want to use you. Well, what did they do? You know, what type of work did they do in the past for you? Get to know them, you know, find out what type of experience they had and how your service is going to be different from the experience and service that they had with that other person. Talk about the warranties you offer for the type of work that you do, you know, whether it's a standard 90 day warranty, or if it's a one year warranty, if it's a two year warranty, what's included in that warranty, you know, if you're covering just the labor, um, if you're covering parts and labor, I know for our company, you know, if we're providing all the materials and everything, it's a full one year parts and labor warranty. If they're providing the parts and we're just providing the labor, we normally don't warranty other people's materials, but we'll warranty our labor at least for 90 days, depending on what type of project it is. So definitely have that somewhere in there so they know, again, what to expect. Remember, by giving a full disclosure to your prospective client, you're giving them clarity and information for them to make an educated decision. You're also building value and you're also building your case on why you are the right company, the right person to do the work for them. You're not just saying, hey, here's my price. I can do the job. Call me if you need me. You know, you're you're really selling your services to that client. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're doing, right? When someone calls us for an estimate, we're we're auditioning. You know, we're 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 live. You know, we're going in front of people and saying, hey, look. This is why you need to choose me over the guy next door, because I know I can do the work for you. And this is why. And this is how I can make it affordable. This is how I can help you pay for it. This is how I can get the project done, you know, within your time frame. And I'll be there and I'll warranty it. And this is my experience. You're, you're telling them all that up front to help them make that decision. And there's nothing wrong with that. Be, be proud of that when you, when you say those things. Now, we all want to win as many jobs as we can handle. That's why in your business, you're providing a service to help complete those services and be the one to help them. Only you can take care of your clients better than anyone. If the client tells you no, don't let it be because you skipped this step in your process. You forgot to tell them your, about your experience. You forgot to tell them about your, you know, your, your credibility, your pricing. You forgot to tell them that you offer financing. You forgot to tell them that you accept credit cards. Don't let it be because of those reasons. Let it be because right now 
your schedule didn't permit to schedule them and they need it done today. And you just, you just can't get to them today. You know, let it be because you, you talk to that person, you, you, you presented a price to them and it's just more than they want to pay. You know, they thought the work was going to be X amount and you're this amount and you know, that's okay. You know, we're, we're not going to go in and say, well, you thought it was a hundred dollars. I'm at $300. I'm going to do it for a hundred. You know, that's just not how we're going to build a successful, sustainable business this way. You know, that, and that's okay. Not everyone is going to be your client. And just remember that you don't want everyone to be your client, you know? And, and so sometimes through that process, you find out, you know, if you do everything correctly, that there are going to be people out there that just don't want to pay. They, they like paying guys under the table or they like playing girls under the table and to get the work done. They, 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 they want it cheap. They, they landlords that, you know, maybe don't care about the rental properties and they like using neighbors and friends of friends and, and that's okay. You know, th that's definitely okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to build a sustainable business where, you know, maybe it's a part-time job for you now and you want to turn it into a business that you can run in the future, you, you have to have a process in place and you want to attract the best people. And if someone's saying no to you, you want to make sure it's not because you forgot to say something that may have gave them clarity and settled some of those uncertainties to hire you for the job. Now, as we wrap up today's episode, I want to encourage you all to implement what we talked about today. Think about what's valuable in this episode and make it your own process. Implement these things. You know, it's no point of, of listening and getting all this advice and experience whether it's through my show or someone else's show that you listen to and not actually put it into use. And one of the best ways you can do that is by practicing role playing and practicing with someone who can give you honest and constructive feedback on what they thought, you know, maybe, maybe you tell them, Hey, look, I'm going to, here's my, here's my script, right? I wrote everything down that I need to talk about. I'm going to give it to you and, and let me know how it sounds. Let me know if I'm not saying it correctly or if my tone of voice isn't right or if I'm not making good eye contact with you, or if I'm, you know, not too comfortable and, and it doesn't sound natural because at the end of the day, you're taking what is already known to you, right? You know what kind of person you are. You know the experiences you have. You know what licenses you hold. You know the training you had to do or or the on-the-job training that you had to do to learn this skill, right? And so what you're doing is you're taking all that information about you and how you're how you're charging and you're and you're giving it to the customer in an organized way. And you don't want to be fumbling around and and oh crap, I forgot to say this or man, I, I left this out or man, maybe if I would have just said this this way, I, I probably could have got my message to them clearer. So practice with someone who will give you real feedback and constructive criticism. And the more you practice it, the more natural this process of sharing who you are to your client is going to be easier. It's going to, it's going to flow smoother. And ultimately it's going to leave you with, you know what? I'm leaving this job. I didn't get the job today, but you know what? I did right by the customer because I told them the information they needed to hear. 
And so, like anything, practice makes perfect. And as we wrap up today's episode, I would like to invite you to leave me your feedback so we can cater these episodes to what you would like to hear more of or even share with me what has worked for you. Maybe you've tried some of these things and, you, and you're seeing that, hey, some of the stuff, you know, I'm, I'm implementing and I'm I, changing what I'm doing. And I see that my business is growing and I'm getting good feedback from my clients. Or, you know, just let me know what your insights are so I can provide the information you need. Or maybe you need my insights or opinion on certain things. Please let me know. This is the only way this show can grow and I can deliver the type of information you need. So um, if you need to contact me, you can do so by emailing me directly at information that's completely spelled out, information at josephthehandyman.net. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to my episode. I hope your journey is going well in the handyman hustle. And like always, do what you love, love what you do, until we speak again.